Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hey everyone, welcome today to this episode of Air and Earth Podcast. I'm Melissa Moffat. I already gave you the introduction. Why am I giving you an introduction again? Anyway, today is December 30th. It is the day before New Year's Eve. I'm releasing this podcast episode tomorrow. And I wanted to do a little recap of my year and also maybe encourage you to do your own recap of your own year. So I'm going to talk about what this year was like for me, um, some of the stuff I did, some of the stuff I, I didn't do, um, how I grew, what I attribute to, you know, the success I've had, um, and just a bit of a reflection of how my year went. It was a wild year. Um, And then at the end, I'm going to give you all a meditation. So I actually did this meditation with my course in Community Worthy. And it's just to get you reflecting on your own year. And then at the end, there's some journaling for you to do. So you can listen to this episode while you're driving or walking or anything. But I'd really encourage you, once you get to the part with the meditation, please go sit down somewhere. And actually do it. You'll get the benefits of the meditation if you're actually allowing yourself to be fully present and relaxed for the meditation. So before we dive into the reflections, I wanted to let you all know that this Saturday, if you're listening in real time, I have a class coming up, an online workshop that you can attend from anywhere that is all about moving in 2020 with momentum and clarity. It's called Clarity 2020. It's about building clarity, letting go of all the junk from 2019 that we don't need to be holding on to anymore, setting intentions for 2020, getting our juices, our creativity, our confidence, flowing so that we can move into this year feeling ready, feeling grateful, feeling excited. And I think these practices like the meditation that I'm going to give you, the journaling prompts I'm going to give you are things that you can do at any point. You can do it every month. You can do it whenever you're feeling a lack of clarity. So you're going to get the recording to the workshop if you can't be there on Saturday at 11 a.m. MST. You'll get the recording. Um, And if you are there, this is something that you can listen to over and over and over again. So there's a link down below how to sign up. It's $29. It's a two-hour class. So if you're someone who's like, I want an extra push moving into 2020, this class is for you. Come. Okay, let's dive into the reflections. So there's no rhyme or reason to this. Uh, I have no plans on what I'm going to say here. I'm just going to try to be as honest and transparent with you all as possible. You know, my intention with this show is to be, is to give you all some nurturing, some inspiration, some love, um, because Ultimately, what I want for you all is to see 
what is possible for you. I want you to see that, you know, you have these dreams, you have these things that are calling to you, this specialness, uniqueness inside of you that the world is asking you to to do something with, you know? And I want you all to see that even though it's scary, even though there's all of these obstacles, that it is possible. So this is my process. This is the story of my process this year. Um, I'm going to talk about, you know, some of the good things that happened and, and how I got there, as well as some of the challenges. So all right, let's freaking go for it. Let's start at the beginning of the year. I I was living at home. I had moved home four months prior to that. Um, in August of 2018, I moved back home and started being self-employed. And in January of 2019, I still had no idea exactly what I was doing. Um, I had been spending months like kind of gaining traction as far as being self-employed, but not feeling like I was truly making an impact yet and also not being able to support myself, y'all. Like honestly, at the beginning of this year, I was making like no money, (laughs) like no money. Um, And we need money. (laughs) We need money to live and to grow and to support ourselves. That's part of the society that we're in. So a few things happened in the beginning of the year that really set my year up and gave me so much momentum. The first thing that happened is I I went to Columbia. So it was my first retreat I'd ever hosted. Um, it was scary. I didn't feel like I was ready to host it. I didn't feel like I was a good enough teacher to host it. And because of that, you know, I didn't, I learned a lot. I didn't um, talk about the retreat in the way I should. So it was hard for me to get people to come. Um, Yeah, it was, it was really scary. And luckily, I had an incredible co-teacher who sets up the retreats. Her name's Mandolin. We're hosting this retreat again, actually, in Columbia in May, which now is halfway full, and it feels easy to fill <laughs> because I know how incredible the retreat is, and I uh, respect myself as a teacher now. But she, back then, she was so nurturing and kind and patient with me, and we did the retreat, and it broke me open. Um, during that retreat, I had a few things become very clear to me. One, I was moving to Boulder, Colorado. That was it. I had never even visited the place. I'd been introduced to it by a guy I was dating who lived there. And I didn't know how, I didn't know when, I didn't know exactly why, but I just knew that it was what I needed to do. That was one thing. The second thing was, you're going to make a course. (laughs) So all of this happened during a breathwork session, actually. We were off-grid, doing so much meditation, uh, so much journaling, just so deep into beautiful, beautiful nature on, you know, gorgeous mountaintops with the sun rising, the sun setting, and all of this became clear. You're going to start a course. And I was like, okay. So the week after I got back is when I opened up Worthy. I, y'all, I got on that plane flying back, and I laid out the course I had had this idea brewing for a while, but I didn't have the courage to act on it or the clarity of what needed to happen. But I got on that plane after being in Columbia and it was like, 
you're making the course now. And a week later, I had people enrolling. (laughs) I had people enrolling a week later. That's how fast things can happen when we, you know, I was thinking about it for months, but I thought that was something that other people can do and not me. And when we decide we're ready for something, when we clear out our own self-imposed obstacles, right, things can move quickly. So that moved really fast. I also, I started in January, I started this podcast. And I don't know which episode number this is. It's We're almost to 50 now. So I made, there was a few weeks where I skipped episodes. I skipped last week, actually. Um, and that's... Yeah, that's one of my goals that didn't come through this year, but I've got it on my list for next year, y'all. I want to hire someone to help me with this podcast because it's a good bit of work, but I love doing it. Um, So, yeah, I started this podcast, too. Another thing, didn't feel ready for it, but I was like, okay, I've, (laughs) I've loved podcasts. I've gotten so much help from podcasts. I've always wanted to do a podcast. I have no idea how to do a podcast, but I've been researching about it for months, um, before I even quit my job, I was I was researching how to do a podcast, and I made it happen. And here we are, a year later of this podcast running. Um, dang, I'm so thankful. It's crazy sometimes, you know. Like I see, I get messages from people who listen, and people reshare these episodes on their stories. And I'm like, you know, this last year, people from 56 countries listened to this show. 56 countries. That's insane to me. So, like, uh, again, coming back to my intention, I just want you to know that, like, I did not think I could be here. A few years ago, even at the beginning of this year, I did not think, I did not see the path to to doing all of this. But it's possible. The thing is, you just got to start. You just gotta start, you just gotta put the first episode out, you know, tell people you're making a course, say, okay, I'm doing a retreat now. Yeah, like, a lot can happen. Okay, so then, moving into later winter, you know, February, March, um, things started gaining momentum. So, a few things happened during that period also that really changed me. One, I started doing, I had done a lot of mindset work around worthiness, right? Which is why I wanted to teach the class worthy and have that community. But one thing that I wanted to do that I kept hearing about is mindset work around money, y'all. I had such a fearful, horrible relationship with money. I did not think that it was possible for me to do something I love and make money. I felt guilt and shame around wanting to be a teacher and wanting money. I felt shame around wanting money in general. So I started doing intense money mindset work this year. I probably read, I probably read 10 books. I'd say more than that. I probably read 15 books about money mindset and career mindset. I went to conferences on career and money mindset. I I bought a $2,000 course, y'all, just about money mindset. A $2,000 course this year. A six-week program. <laughs> and, it, it, like, I'm so glad I did. I needed it. I was waking up in the middle of the night, fearful about how I was going to, like, 
make this sustainable. You know, I knew I wanted to move to Boulder, but I couldn't afford to move to Boulder at the beginning of this year. Uh-uh. Do you all know how much it, <laughs> it costs to live in Boulder, Colorado? It's a lot. It's a lot. For me, it's worth it. I'm see Okay, seriously, I'm sitting here at my desk right now. I'm looking out. There's snow on the roof. The mountains are snowy. I see the mountains in front of me, the start of the, the Rocky Mountains. Um, I'm starting to build a network here. I'll, I'll talk about my move later, but I'm starting to build a network here. I love living here. Like, it's expensive, but for me, it's worth it because, like, it's so enriching spiritually, emotionally, the nature, like, the food, the people. I love it. Um, but, yeah, so I started doing all that money mindset work, and, whoa, <laughs> my income changed quickly. How I felt about money changed quickly. And I'm going to be sharing more about this with you all later. Actually, it's something that I've become so passionate about, money mindset. And I'm working on something to share with you all because I know I have so many people here who have this desire to do great work in the world. Maybe you're starting to do that. A lot of yoga teachers, healers of different sorts, um, entrepreneurs, um, even if you work for someone else you know, like your relationship with money can drastically change your life, really. And I'm not just talking about the income coming in. I'm talking about like your peace of mind and your freedom, <laughs> which is that's that is what, you know, we want money, but ultimately we want what money will bring us. Okay, so I'm working on something for you all. It's going to be on the next few weeks. Um, and I'm, ex I'm really excited to share it with you all. So that really shifted my year, doing all of that money mindset work. I also started visiting Boulder. I was still dating um, the man. <laughs> I mean, like, you all know who it is. <laughs> if you've been around, you all know who I was dating. We were still dating. Um, so I would come visit him here in Boulder, and I fell in love with Boulder loved it. So I started really, really, really setting my intention. I would write in my journal every day about how I was going to move to Boulder, and this is what my home looks like, and this is what I do every day. I wake up and I walk forest, which I do this every day now. Oh my god, this is crazy thinking about like how this is going to be. I, this, I live in this house with beautiful, you know, big windows. I can see the mountains. I, I take forest on hikes. I ride my bike around. I go to the farmer's market. I cook. It feels so good living here. I would write about that in my journal every day. Still no idea how I was going to make it work, where I was going to live, how I was going to find, you know, a place, how I was going to afford everything. But I just kept, kept setting that intention. Okay, this is coming through. During that period of time, I was doing some traveling, which was, you know, one of the reasons that I wanted to create this lifestyle for myself. I love traveling. I wanted to be able to go places and still be working. So, like, I went to Encinitas, close to San Diego, to visit a friend. I went to Halifax, Nova Scotia. I spent some time in New York City. Um, most of the places I went this year were in the United States. So I've also, like, I went to Seattle for the first time just a few weeks ago in Santa Fe, Mexico. Um, but I, a lot of my time this year was spent going back and forth to Boulder so that I could, you know, brew on, like, where I was going to live and how I was going to make the move work. So then we moved into spring and early summer. I was still doing the same stuff, like, business was growing, 
I was having more and more people interested in Worthy. You know, this year total, I had 50 people join Worthy. I went from making the course a two-month-long program, eight weeks, actually. It started out as an eight-week program. Now it's a lifetime access course and community, so people join and they stay in it. And I've had 50 people join this year, which, in my opinion, is pretty good for less than a year. I'm, like, I, I feel very, very thankful for those 50 people who you know, believed that this would work for them. And I've seen like some, I'm thinking of one, one worthier in particular. That's what I love to call them worthiers. Her, her name is Julie Lynn. If you're listening, Julie Lynn. Hi. Um, yeah, just the other day we were on a call and we were talking about some of the changes that have come to us this year. And she was like, she was like, the biggest thing is that I just feel so much peace with myself that wasn't there before. And I could literally feel it from her because I talked to everyone before they joined. She, just the level of self-acceptance that she's formed and that has just like made its way into all other areas of her life. Oh my gosh, just like feeling that from her. I'm so thankful for her. So yeah, in in June, um, things were brewing, you know, still kind of doing the same stuff. I felt, oh man, it's like, May, June, April, May, June were the periods where I felt a big change brewing. I've had that the past few months actually too. I'll get to that later on though. But April, May, June, I felt the transitions coming. I felt like my time living at home with my dad was coming to a close. He was getting really healthy. You know, um, I was seeing that he was like, cool with going back to living by himself because I moved home for two reasons. Uh, I was pushed into it because um, he was having health problems and it was, you know, I, I wanted to be close to him. And also I wanted to make the switch into being self-employed. So it helped me financially just to step back and live at home. So it was mutually beneficial for both of us. Um, So, yeah, I was starting to see that he was going to be good on his own if I moved to Colorado. It was, you know, scary and hard to be further away from him but um I've come to see that it's like good you know we're good (laughs) um and I was so thankful for like you know almost a year of living with him at this time but I also felt okay a shift is coming a shift is coming a shift is coming my move is coming um you know like I feel like my business is going to be changing how I feel about myself is going to be changing and you know if you're going through a a growth phase right now. So what I've come to see is that we can go through periods that feel really hard, right? We feel so challenged. We feel like our energy's drained, like something's never going to come through. But if we can just start to shift and see that as, okay, I'm just in this temporary period of growth. I'm in this temporary challenge because I'm being encouraged to step up. It is my level up period. So therefore, I'm going to have to like wade through some waters, but like we're going to get there, you know? And I think if you can shift your focus to being like, this isn't a hard period, this is a growth phase. It makes it so much easier to, to go through that, that difficulty, right? That comes with a transition. So yeah, that period was, was, oh man, it was frustrating because I wanted to move. I felt ready to move. Um, but there was so much that needed to happen before I was ready to move. I also felt all of this like mourning coming on from just like, you know, leaving my family behind in, in the Eastern United States. My mom lives in North Carolina. My dad lives in Southwest Virginia. 
I felt like so scared to leave them behind. I had to work through all of that emotionally. Um, you know, not knowing what was going to happen once I got it out here, still like not necessarily sure if I could afford it, all of these things. And then in June, at the end of June, um, you know, I had gone through a breakup a few weeks earlier, but I still was like, I was like, I feel like I should just like go visit. So I I really did want to move to Boulder because I love Boulder, not because of the guy I was dating. And I told him that. And so we broke up a few weeks later. I was like, okay, I feel like I need to go to Boulder. I just feel this like nudge. You need to go also. And it's so weird. Like I'm, I like this past year, I've had so many just, I really believe you all that like God, the universe speaks to us. I believe in higher higher power. I believe in surrender. I believe that we are being led. I believe in this this loving, you know, unconditionally loving source of of energy that that you know to me God it is love. It is, you know, nature. It's the universe. It's this force out there and I believe that it was speaking to me and was like go to Boulder girl get your shit and put it in a bag and just go I was seeing like for instance I went to the doctor and I like opened this magazine and the first the first word I see to see is Boulder Colorado just random page Boulder Colorado and then I was like okay I booked my flight and I got on the plane and it was a flight from Charlotte to Denver. And in my seat was a book. And I opened the book and it had a bookmark for the Boulder bookstore. And I was like, okay. So I went to Boulder. I was here for a week. And on the second day that I was here, I was meeting up with two, well, I was meeting up with one woman who I thought, okay, maybe I can be roommates with this person. Or initially I wanted to live alone, but it was just so hard to find a place to live alone here, you all, so hard. Either, like, A, a place doesn't exist that's a good location where you can have a big dog that isn't, like, $5 billion. (laughs) Like, those, it just, like, wasn't happening for me. So I started to open up the ideas of, okay, maybe I'll live with a roommate. So I was meeting up with a woman who... um, I thought I could live with the next day we met up like just randomly met this other woman who we were like okay maybe she could be our roommate too by that night we had signed a lease (laughs) to the most beautiful place I was just talking about it with one of the one of the women who I live with um we love this house. The location is great. We have a fenced-in yard for our dogs. Forest has people who help. I mean, I'm going to be gone most of January, and I have two wonderful women and another doggy to keep Forest company. Um, you know, I have my room is like it's so lovely. I just really love living here. The kitchen. I ride my bike to, you know, the farmers market, and I can cook the food. Um, that's fresh from, you know, grown in Colorado. It's like, uh, it just feels really good to live here. So yeah, I like, I took that trip and boom, 
the universe was like, here's your place to live. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. And so I came back home. I was home for a week. During that time, I also like went to Pennsylvania to see my grandmother. And then I moved back like a week later. My sweet father drove me out here. Um, I had a, you know, like a Penske moving truck. It was a freaking 30 hour drive. And my dad basically drove like the whole way. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. He was here for a few days helping me get moved in. And it was such a bittersweet moment. Like I took him back to the airport and he like cried at security, you know, those like sweet little dad tears. Do you all know what I'm talking about? When your dad's getting a bit older and he has those sweet little like, like my child has grown up tears. Moms do it too. But when, I don't know, when your dad does it, it's like, it's something, <laughs> it's something else. I'm like a daddy's girl anyway. I love my dad so much. We weren't always close. Um, same with my mom, but like, I'm so close to my parents now. That's another thing I gained from the past, like the past few years, I've just gotten so close to my, my parents. I love them so much. I'm so thankful for them. Um, and I know like some of you listening have maybe lost your family, your parents. I have had so many friends already lose their parents. And it's like, damn, the time that we have with them is precious. Yeah, so I moved to Boulder in July. And I kept working, kept taking worthy students, kept making podcast episodes. I was planning to go to Iceland, my second retreat, which was in October. Um... It was a freaking beautiful retreat. I loved it. It, you know, I, I filled up the retreat. Um, the nature was amazing. I felt even more like in power, in my power as a teacher, and like clear on what my message is, um, where my heart feels good, giving what kind of guidance. Um, so it felt really good. I turned twenty seven while I was in Iceland. Uh, so late 20s, you know, growing up, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And yeah, then I think getting back from Iceland is when I started to hit another, okay, I'm in a growth phase. Woo, another growth phase because, you know, I moved, I had that period right before moving. Um, well, going even further back, I had the, the period of like, not making any money when I first became self-employed, gross phase. Then had a period of like we in the flow, riding it out. Um, something I created took off, you know. And then, okay, before moving, gross phase, challenged, uh, having to learn a lot of lessons. Then moved, woo, riding it out, feeling all the highs, being here. Okay, then I get back from Iceland and I felt another gross phase happening. Um, I felt like another evolution was coming in my, my own, you know, my own leadership and my own capabilities as a teacher and my own, like what, what my offerings were to the world. So like how I wanted to share worthy, how I wanted to share this podcast, what kind of support I needed. Um, you know, I welcomed in my first hire to help me with, you know, I'd, I'd hired people before to do like contract stuff, um, you know, like graphic designers, photographers, things like that. But someone who's like, they're consistently helping me with worthy, um, 
helping me guide the community and support those people, which was scary and is still scary, frankly, you know, to be honest, because I'm learning, okay, now it's not just like me, you know, supporting myself, it's also supporting someone else. Um, not fully, she doesn't work for me full time, but like, yeah, I like learning how to manage everything so that I'm paying her properly. Um, which is, has been a growth curve, but like I felt all of that and it was just like, uh, yeah, the past few months felt like another growth phase of just like, okay, I'm being challenged, but I know I'm getting stronger through this. Um, and it was mainly having to do with, with, uh, you know, running a business, being an entrepreneur, teaching, you know, having more opportunities come up, you know, like I'm leading another retreat in a few months. I have a course and I'm starting another course and I have another course brewing, you know, in the back of my mind, um, doing more workshops, networking here in Boulder, like a lot is kind of what I, what I kept thinking to myself the past few months is like, I feel like I'm, it's like the winter and I'm like planting all these seeds, planting all these seeds, planting all these seeds. And just in the past few weeks, actually, I felt like the seeds are like starting to, <laughs> the little sprouts are coming out for what I've been cultivating, you know, what I've been nurturing in the past few months. Um, just trying to have patience and faith that it's going to come through and it is, it's coming through now. So those periods are, I think they're so vital because I think sometimes we can kind of get to this point where we feel like the seeds are in the dirt, right? And we're like nurturing them, we're watering them. And then we're like, shit, this is never going to grow. Or we're like, oh, I'm so tired of waiting. Or we're like, I should have known this wasn't going to work or like something like that. And we like dig up all the seeds right before they sprout. Um, and it's something we have to consistently be doing. We have to be like, you know, with our dreams, we have to be planting new seeds. We have to be... Um, you know, there's going to be different seasons and we have to treat our dream differently during those different seasons. So the past few months, I definitely felt some of that, that cultivation, that nurturing, the patience, the trust that I really had to practice hard. Um, so yeah, that was my year. I'm trying to think if there was like anything else. I told you all I was just doing this so totally random. But it felt like really quick, you know, um, but the biggest takeaway I have from this year is just how important it is to, you know, my life, the, I am the foundation of my life, right? Like I am sitting here making decisions every single day that is producing my next day, the next day and the next day, what's going to happen, you know, like the decision to move here, the decision to start what I've started, the decision to do this podcast. And it it's triggering these chain reactions of what's to come. So ultimately, we are like creating our lives, right? Um, and so the best thing that I learned to do for myself is to just take care of myself. Like, I don't force, I don't want to force things anymore. I don't want to have impatience. I don't want to pressure myself. I don't want to like, you know, that doesn't mean that I don't feel pressure. I don't feel overwhelmed and I don't get these feelings, but it just means that when the feelings come up, when the fear comes up, the frustration, anxiety, I 
don't want to force my way through it. I want to sit back and and reflect and learn through it and grow through it instead of just like throwing in the towel because the feelings are too hard to manage. It's been a process of learning how to manage myself in a really healthy way so that I can have this life where I'm like doing a ton of stuff, traveling a lot, um, holding space for a bunch of people, but like I'm good, you know? I'm good. Um, so yeah, so things are really good. I was just talking to my mom yesterday. I talk to my family all the time. And oh, by the way, too, like another thing that was, you know, I was worried about moving to Boulder, about being far away from my dad. My dad had surgery a few weeks ago, and I was able to book a flight for the next day to come home to visit him, which is like, and I stayed for a week, did all my normal stuff, had someone to take care of for us. Like, we're supported. <laughs> You know, there's support there for us. Even like that was one of the things I was most worried about. It wasn't that big of a deal getting home to see my family. And that was what I wanted to do. You know, a few years ago when I was working at a job, that's one of the reasons that I wanted to create this lifestyle for myself. But I was back, I was talking to my mom and I was just like, I'm just like, I'm good. (laughs) Like I feel good. You know, I feel happy. I feel, yeah, I feel challenges. Yeah, there's, like, stuff to go through. You know, like, I had a breakup this year. Um, You know, a lot of scary stuff. But, like, I just feel like, ultimately, just all the practice I do, all the meditation, the journaling, the reading, the investing in myself, the, like, caring for my energy, spending time in nature, that's, like, the most important thing I can do because that means I can... I can be better to people, you know, I can do more, (laughs) and that's what I really want, that's what I really want, I just want to, like, be better, and, you know, for myself, I want to be happier, I want to help others find their happiness, and whatever that looks like for them, I want to be better to our planet, um, you know, like, we need love right now. And so that is like my ultimate goal is how can I be most in a state of love in my actions? And that comes through with my relationships, with my career, with my actions, big and small. It's just how can I be more loving? How can I be more loving? So that was my year. Next year coming up, uh, some big stuff on the horizon. I have some big goals for myself. I want, you know, I want to keep supporting people through Worthy. I have another course coming out in a few weeks, which I will introduce to you all. Um, my friend Heather and I, you'll, you'll hear a podcast from us soon. We're planning a mastermind to support women who are entrepreneurs who have their own businesses. I am doing more retreats. Columbia's in May. It's halfway full already. Um, You can go back to a few episodes ago to listen to what that retreat's all about and reach out to me. Send me an Instagram DM. um, Email me if you want to grab one of the remaining spots. Uh, Also planning, you know, like there's some other retreats brewing (laughs) for later in the year. Um, I'm going to keep doing this podcast. I have goals that maybe didn't come through this year. Like I want someone to help me with the the podcast 
to I want to have support that way. Um, mm, I want to like keep traveling. I'm gonna I'm going to I'm going on three trips already in in January. I'm going to Charlotte to work on the mastermind with Heather. I'm going to Hawaii to study meditation for a few days, and then I'm going to. LA at the end of the year for a a business conference so like a lot's going on I'm so thankful for it um I think it's going to be a good year so that's my year I want to encourage you all to do the same kind of reflection maybe not on a podcast episode but like journal about it so I'm going to leave a meditation here sit down do this meditation and um yeah really soak it up also you all come to my workshop this weekend link down below in the show notes it's gonna be awesome okay I love you all so much here's this meditation and it's just gonna end after the meditation so you can go and do your journaling and like be at peace and not have me talking more so here's the meditation love you all so much have a great new year wherever you are just Make sure that you're comfortable. Make sure you're supported. I think I just saw a blanket come out. That's legit. You know, do what works for you. Good. Sheila's in her robe. I love it. We are so cozy today. It's so good. So go ahead and close your eyes. And like we start meditations frequently, let's go ahead and just kind of check in with ourselves and how we feel currently. Notice your body. Notice if there's any sort of tension anywhere, any sort of icky feelings. Just notice where it is. Maybe mentally send some love to whatever tension you might be holding on to. And to imagine this, sending love to it, maybe feel the warmth that's in your heart. Feel it in this swirl that's growing and getting stronger. And feel that swirl just be sent like a, like a rush of wind to that place where you're holding on to tension. Feel those places warm up your whole body start to get a little warmer, kind of like melting butter or melting coconut oil if you're dairy-free. Feel everything just start to melt from the warmth of your own love for yourself, your own acceptance for yourself, your own kindness toward yourself. Start to do the same thing for your mind. Notice anything you're holding on to in your mind. Any tension. Any lack of presence. Any scattered thoughts. And just send that same warmth, that same love from your heart to your mind. Letting yourself know that it's okay to be here resting, here reflecting, here celebrating. We're allowed to do that. We're allowed to take a whole hour of our day to practice celebrating ourselves and celebrating our friends.
start to deepen your breath a little bit. Expanding it, filling your chest, rising up and down. Sending some gratitude to your body, to your lungs for carrying you through this past year. Through all the challenges, through all the miles you walked, through all the words that you spoke, through everything you heard, thank your body, thank your mind, thank your heart for everything that it did for you this year. Thank your resiliency, thank your courage through this past year. Thank all of the growth that came. Thank the hard moments that were valuable lessons. Thank the moments that are still hard. And thank the beautiful moments too. Think of the times that you saw the sunrise this year. Those moments where you looked up at the sky, maybe it was the sunset too. You looked up at the sky and you thought, wow, those are such beautiful colors. I'm so thankful to be alive seeing this. Those moments that just snapped you awake. Maybe it was a moment where you were out in nature somewhere. Or maybe it was a moment with a loved one. Maybe it was just a moment looking at your own reflection in the mirror. Think those moments where you realized that you're alive. And think about the moments where you felt free this year. Where you laughed so hard. Where you spent so much time just getting lost in the feeling of being alive. Think about specifically where you were who is around you? What were you doing? How did it feel? Thank those moments. Thank yourself for being open to creating those moments for yourself, to letting them come into your system for soaking them up. Think about the moments that you challenged yourself, that you invested in yourself, that you believed in yourself, that you exhibited your strength, 
your courage. Again, where were you? What were you doing? How did you feel? What feelings were coming up? How did you grow? And thank yourself for being there for yourself. And now think about the moments where you were there for others. Where you were really kind and where you loved others well, even though it was hard. Think about what you were doing. Think about the words you said. Think about the joy you felt in helping others. And think about your words that you found for your year. Maybe it was expansion, maybe it was growth. Think about the times that you really felt those feelings, that you really felt like you were exhibiting those words. And now think about how this year has prepared you for everything that is to come. That all those challenges, all the times you invested in yourself, all the times you grew, every moment that you were kind to someone else, every moment that you were kind to yourself, every moment that you felt free and alive has prepared you for what is all to come. Think about the unlimited possibilities. Think about all the goodness that came this year and how much more goodness can come. And know that there is still so much life left to live. And just let yourself feel excited for what's to come.
all the moments of joy that will stop you in your tracks. All the challenges that will bloom into lessons. All of the turns and twists that you don't see right now. But will take you somewhere that will be exactly where you're supposed to be. know that this year was a powerful year for you. Whether it was more of a season of growth or more of a season of, of harvesting the seeds, you know, bearing the fruits of what has come before this year. Know that this year was a very special year in your life, as each year is special in its own way. So go ahead and start to think of those, those moments this year where you felt the celebration of your life. And it could be big moments where you took a leap, where something wonderful happened, or it could be small moments that really are sticking out for you this year. Go ahead and slowly start to open your eyes, find your journal, and just take a few minutes to write down those things that you're celebrating within yourself from this year. Maybe those little moments, maybe the big things that happened, and just start to list them out, just to remind yourself of everything that is worth celebrating from this year. And we'll take a few minutes just to journal on our own. <laughs> 